Coming up in this episode of TechSess, are you overlooking the threat of cybersecurity when it comes to your home workers? Your staff working from home can present a massive cybersecurity risk to your business. And in this episode of TechSess, I'm going to be sharing with you my top tips on how to ensure that cyber threats don't become a cyber headache in your business when it comes to your staff working from home. Later on in the episode, we're going to hear from Annie with this week's TechSess Tech Update. And make sure you stay tuned to the end of the episode for this week's intriguing Intel of the Week and Gigglebytes. Welcome to TechSess, the show all about helping you to get the right technology and security in place to enable your business to be more successful. I'm your host, Mark Riddell, Managing Director at M3 Networks. Over 150 businesses across the UK trust us to manage their IT systems and keep them protected from cyber threats. Find out more at m3networks.co.uk. Imagine you could go back to the year 2003, back 20 years in time, and you could bundle an office worker from that period into a time machine and bring them to the present day. They wouldn't believe how different things are in the workplace. And it's not just how much better the tech is. Our work environment has changed just as much. The traditional office has undergone a huge transformation. And for many of us, we no longer have to suffer the daily commute, the stress of making it in on time when the traffic's bad or traveling in bad weather and the constant interruptions from people passing your desk wanting that five-minute chat. Now, of course, some people love the office environment and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. But today, your office can literally be anywhere. It could be the kitchen table, the local coffee shop, or it could even be sitting out in your garden. Although with the recent weather we've had here in Scotland and the rest of the UK, I don't think anyone is going to be working from the garden anytime soon. And it sounds great, doesn't it? You know, being able to work from home, being able to sit in your comfy clothes, have the lighting and the heating at the temperature and the brightness that you enjoy rather than having to put up with what everyone else is kind of given in the office. But there is a catch. And with this new freedom and flexibility that we all have, undeniably boosting productivity and employee engagement and staff retention rates, it does also open a Pandora's box of security concerns. Because while in the past we were all in the bubble of the office and IT just had to concern protecting that one network. It was nice and easy when everyone was in the office. Of course, when the pandemic hit, that bubble burst and everyone went to work from home and your cyber threat or your security attack surface just opens up massively, right? Everyone's sitting working from home. They're on their own Wi-Fi network that you don't know really what other devices are on that network. You don't know how secure it is. And it takes a while for businesses to realize that this threat landscape has evolved and has changed and that you need to really consider this and do something about it. So working in your pajamas might be that dream come true, but keeping your business data and devices secure, this is something that you really need to take seriously. So you need to start by understanding the risks and then work to implement the security measures that are fit for purpose and appropriate for your business. Because working from home might mean you can avoid the office politics, but it doesn't mean you can ignore cyber criminals. And there is a lot to cover on this topic. And as usual, I've broken this down to make it super simple 
for you to start to get to grips with. I'm going to share with you some of the basic tips and advice on what you can do to start looking at remote worker security. But I've also got a free guide that delves a lot deeper into more of the advanced protections that you might want to consider for your business. And if you look at the show notes for this episode, you'll be able to go and download that free guide and print that out, share that with your colleagues or your boss or whoever, and you can use that as the basis to start implementing a security program to ensure your remote workers are safe and secure. And of course, if you want to talk to me about this and you want a free consultation, you can always head over to m3networks.co.uk forward slash meetmark, where you'll see my calendar and you can pick an initial 15 minute call at a time that suits you. And we can have a chat and get the ball rolling and see how we at M3 could potentially help your business. Now, a moment ago, I just said that the best place to start with anything when it comes to security is to understand your risks. And according to the Future of Cyber 2023 report by Deloitte, a staggering 95% of cybersecurity events are caused by human error. In most cases, we are our own worst enemy. So imagine the potential pitfalls when you've got a workforce that is scattered across multiple locations, each with their unique security challenge. Have you started to get that sick feeling in the pit of your stomach yet? Working from home presents a playground for cyber criminals. Why? Because when you're in an office environment, you're protected by layers of protection. You might have a corporate grade firewall and extra security protocols, but at home, you're often reliant on the family network that's shared with lots of other people, some of whom have really bad security practices. Like, do your teenagers use a different randomly generated password for every app they sign up to? Probably not. So the result is an open invitation for cyber criminals. And it's not just about your network security. Your team could be using their personal devices for work, devices that might not have the same level of protection as company-issued hardware. But how would you know? And add to that the fact that Important business data is now accessed, stored and transferable outside of your secure office environment and you've got yourself a ticking time bomb. And believe it or not, all it takes to compromise your entire business is one easily guessed password that's been reused across multiple sites, one unsuspecting click on a phishing email and someone using that unsecured Wi-Fi connection. And this all sounds terrifying for business owners, doesn't it? But don't worry, all is not lost. And with the right measures and some simple things put in place, you can begin to mitigate these risks and protect your business. And I'm going to share with you my top tips on how to get started. But first, I'm going to hear from Annie with this week's TechSess Tech Update. Hey, it's Annie with your latest tech update. Are tech-savvy young employees your greatest asset or your biggest cybersecurity threat? New research on people under 40 found 34% use their birth dates as passwords and 38% use the same password across different devices. Surprised? Well, it gets worse. 23% didn't report the last phishing attempt they received. Why? They didn't think it was important. Who's to blame here? Maybe it's you. The same research reveals how few employees get mandatory cybersecurity training. We can help with that. Let's build an open and welcoming culture of security in your business. Get in touch. That's your tech update. More next week.
But first up, I just want to tell you a little bit about the IT services buyer's guide that we have. This is a free document on our website. You don't have to enter any information to get access to it. You just need to head over to www.m3networks.co.uk forward slash buyer's guide and you'll be able to click the link and get the download. And this is going to give you loads of information to help you understand the questions that you need to ask any potential IT partner in your business or indeed just go back and ask these questions to your existing IT company and then you can help find out whether you're being served correctly and whether there's any gaps in the IT support services that you are being offered. Now let's get back to the episode. I promised at the start of the show that I was going to share with you my top tips on how to start securing your remote workforce. So let's get straight into it. Starting off, and this is an old one, and you've probably heard me say this loads of times before, but strong passwords. Now, it's never a good idea to use 123456 or password one as your password, but still we see these things coming up regularly in breached password lists or most commonly used passwords that are breached. You need to make sure that you're encouraging your remote workers to use complex, unique passwords for all their accounts. Pro tip, if you want a higher level of protection, consider implementing a password manager within your business to help generate and store random passwords for every application or site that is used by your team. Multi-factor authentication is the next most critical thing. Now, I think a lot of people think that once they've got multi-factor authentication, that's it system secure and you're all good but remember security is about layers and when you think about multi-factor authentication imagine having two or more locks on your office door instead of just one that's effectively what multi-factor authentication or mfa does for your online accounts adds that extra layer of protection by requiring two or more verification methods So this is usually a combination of a username, a password, and then something else. It may be an SMS text that's sent to your phone. It could be a code that's generated by an app such as Google Authenticator or Microsoft Authenticator. It can even include biometric factors such as fingerprint or face ID. Next up, and this is a really important one, is to update. Now, outdated software and operating systems are like, you know, open windows in your house. Very, very easy entry points for cyber criminals. So you need to make sure that remote workers are regularly updating their devices and have automatic updates enabled where possible. You might even want to consider making this into a policy with repercussions if an update isn't installed in good time. And for those of you out there that have cyber essentials or are thinking about getting cyber essentials certification, then this is critical for you guys because there are standards and rules around and making sure that operating systems and software is kept up to date so you can stay compliant with the standard. Now let's talk about Wi-Fi. Your team's home Wi-Fi networks, chances are they have the standard router that they got sent from their ISP, whether that's BT or Sky or Virgin or whoever they use to get their internet connection from. And their Wi-Fi password is probably going to be the default password that came on the device. Now, There's no requirement for Cyber Essentials for them to change that default password. And chances are, it's a pretty strong default password. If you look at the back of your router, it's usually something you can't remember. And if someone comes in and asks to connect to your Wi-Fi or you get a new phone, you normally have to go and dig it out from behind the TV or wherever your router is, find that code so you can connect to your Wi-Fi again. 
But one thing that some people do is they change their Wi-Fi network name. And you want to make sure that you're not using a network name that you know screams that this is my house. So you know, don't use your family name or the name of your house or the number of your house or something like that. Don't say, you know, this is you know, Wi-Fi at number 18 or whatever it is, or the Smith family home, you know, make sure it's not something that someone sitting outside could look at Wi-Fi networks and, and figure out that that is your property that that Wi-Fi network is coming from. As well as changing the default password for your Wi-Fi, make sure you don't set your Wi-Fi password to something that's easy to remember. So, you know, like I said earlier, you've probably got a strong password on the Wi-Fi as it's come from your ISP, but don't go and change that password to something that's easy just for you to remember because you're just opening up the opportunity for someone to either guess it or for you know all your kids to tell your friends it. And before you know, you've got loads of unknown devices that are out with your control on your home network. Now, we all know that knowledge is power. And when it comes to cybersecurity, this is a really potent weapon that you have to help defend your business. Educating your remote workers about phishing emails, suspicious links, the dangers of downloading attachments from unknown sources and things is really important. So you might want to consider organizing regular cybersecurity training sessions or phishing simulation for your entire team. It's usually quite a low cost investment, but has a huge impact on your cyber resilience as an organization. A final tip is secure video conferencing. So we're all used to having virtual meetings nowadays, and you probably remember the days where Zoom was getting compromised or hacked and people were jumping into people's meetings. Those threats still exist. It's maybe not is well you know talked about anymore but don't just take this lightly make sure that if your team are using things like zoom that you have password protection and meeting ids so that people can't just kind of jump into your calls and everything is done safe and secure and obviously avoid sharing any sensitive information during any public video conferences intriguing intel of the week Did you know that QR codes were invented back in 1994, which is actually the year that I started high school, and they were first used to track vehicles on the production lines? And of course, now we're used to seeing codes in everyday life, and they have so many uses. Time for Giggle Bites. Don't use beef stew as your password. It's just not strong enough. (laughs) I hope you've managed to learn something from this episode and pick up some key takeaway tips that you can implement in your own business. If you want some more information, some more advanced tips, then make sure you go and check out the show notes for the link to the guide that accompanies this episode. And if you did enjoy the show and you want more TechSess podcasts in your life, then go and follow the show on your favorite podcast app. That really helps me to know that you're enjoying the content and I will continue making content for all you business owners out there.